Hey everybody, I'm back with Nikki's 5150 experience. Woohoo! Yeah, I know. Don't yell at me. I know it's been a while and I know I'm being very sporadic. I know. I know, I know, I know. I need to go on a timeout. I'm I'm aware. I'm aware you guys, but I missed you guys. And I hope you guys have been staying safe masking up social distancing so we can all hopefully go back to normal pretty soon enjoy concerts have get-togethers hug that'll be nice to do again um hope some of you are getting vaccinated um i got my first vaccine on march 29th i'll go back april 20th to get my second dose of pfizer um my well, my husband and my son already got both of theirs uh, pfizer and they're fine um, if you don't feel comfortable getting it, research it. Um, just do all you can to try to stay safe uh, in the world we live in right now. So just do what you can to stay safe for you and your family and your friends. So <clears throat> we're going to start off with a little story. So a few weeks ago, I was at work and short of breath. And my coworker was like, Nikki, you sure don't look very good. Are you okay? So... I'm like, yeah, I feel fine, but I'm short of breath. So after work that day, I went to an urgent care. Uh, the urgent care doctor took my chest secretary, said it was normal. Then he um, took, drew some blood and found that my quantitative <clears throat> was a little high, which has to do with blood clots. And he said, you need to go to the ER right now. And I was like, oh, God. So went to the St. Mary's ER here and they did a CT scan on my chest. Found that I had a blood clot in my lung, a pulmonary embolism. And then they needed to admit me. And so I was in the hospital only a day and a half, thank God. Uh, so they put me full of high doses of heparin and I felt fine. I felt no pain, no nothing. I felt perfectly fine. Um, I miss my dogs, though. For that one night stay in the hospital, y'all, I miss my dogs. <laughs> More than anything. I miss my dogs, you guys. But being in the hospital, the doctors were very nice. The nurses were very, very nice. Um, very nice. They did a great job. So I was very happy about that. They did an ultrasound. My heart ultrasound was fine. All their blood work came out fine. So um right then they uh about a day and a half later they released me out of the hospital put me on eloquis which i've been have to take for six months see my hematologist i gotta see him back in three months draw some more blood see where we are but i feel fine um i'm drinking a ton shitload more water cut down on my sodas wearing uh, my compression stockings which help with uh, blood circulation on my legs i've been wearing those um just got to do little changes of what you can to be healthy and if something doesn't feel right, you guys, if something doesn't look right or feel right, please go to your doctor, see what's going on. Because you rather catch something early than catch something late. Moral of the story, go see your doctor. Talk to him about it, tell him your concerns and see what you can do. Because we all want you around a long time. And so, anyways, yeah, so I was going to get a Eddie Van Halen tribute tattoo on my left arm. 
I was going to get a replica of his guitar. It's it was only going to be from like my probably the almost like the bottom of my shoulder down to my left forearm up there. Um, and it's going to be an exact replica of his guitar. And then I was going to put along the body of the guitar, Eddie Van Halen. And then on the other side, um, 1955 to 2020. I was so amped. Well, my hematologist, I'm sorry, you guys, I'm doing my podcast while I'm sitting, chilling in my car. <laughs> if you hear any, shoo, 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 shoo. But, um, so my hematologist said, you you could get it, you know, with me being a blood thinner, he's like, you could get it, but it might come out bruised or something. It might not look good with the tattoo. So he said, I need you to hold off on it till at least September. So I was pretty bummed out about that because I was so ecstatic about getting it next week, which I probably could because my tattoo guy does such a great job. But I'll wait till September. So my health comes first. So... I can wait six months to get a tattoo. That'll be fine. But I, it's the fiending about getting one because once you get one tattoo, just keep getting them, and you kind of fiend after a while, <laughs> which is what I'll be doing. But anyways, you guys, I'm excited for today's episode because we are going to be talking about one of my favorite, favorite, favorite rock bands ever, Living Color, you guys. Living Color. Let me tell you, Living Color had Living Color is from New York, New York. They formed in 1984. And let me put this out there, you guys. Vernon Reed, very underrated lead guitarist. This man is sick when it comes to his guitar playing. He is kick-ass, very underrated. And I'm putting his name out there right now. Vernon Reed, you are a kick-ass guitarist. And you need to have your name put out there. And I, 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 your playing needs to be way up there with everybody else. Because your guitar playing is just kick-ass. And anybody can fight me on that. I don't care. He's very underrated. And I'm putting him out there as one of the best guitar players. He is. He's kick-ass. Then you got Corey Glover. There's a lead singer. Who is a kick-ass rock singer. Period. The drummer, Will Calhoun. And bassist, Doug Wimbush. Who he replaced Muzz Skillings in 1992. But Living Color all the way around. Their sound is unique. And all their songs have great meaning. And they're just a well-rounded, kick-ass rock band. That I don't see how you can't like Living Color. Because they have all the makings of a great American rock band. They're kick-ass. And Cult of Personality, to me, is one of the best rock songs Ever, hands down, period. Period. Cult of Personality is one of the best songs, one of the best rock songs ever. Period. Um, and plus, considering Cult of Personality run Best New Artist in 1989, Best Group Video Cult of Personality in 1989, and Best Stage Performance Cult of Personality in 1989, and they won Grammy Awards, 1990 Best Hard Rock Performance Cult of Personality, 1990 Best Rock Performance by a Duo or Group with Vocals. They were nominated for Glamour Boys. 1991 Best Hard Rock Performance. Woo! One for Time's Up. People, people, people. Time's Up is like a hard rock punk song. And it is kick-ass and I love it! 
and they were 1994 Best Hard Rock Performance. They were nominated for Leave It Alone. So 1990, they were nominated for Best Rock Performance with Glamour Boys, and they were nominated for Leave It Alone in 1984. So they have won Video Music Awards and Grammy Awards. I'm putting that out there because they deserve the recognition. So now we are going to talk about... Now we're going to talk about a couple of their albums. Vivid, as you know, is the Vivid, Vivid came out in 1988 is where Cult of Personality came off of. Cult of Personality, Open Letter to a Landlord, Desperate People, Funny, Funny Vibe, and Glamour Boys. Those are some of the hits that came off that one album. And great songs, by the way. Great songs. I gotta I gotta tell you about that. Okay, and then you have Time's Up, which they did a live performance, I think, at CBGB's. But it's the second studio album by the band Living Color that was released August 28th in 1990 by Epic Records. It was a follow-up to 1988 Vivid. Time's Up. <laughs> I don't know. See, I love heavy metal, and I love some punk, so if you don't like that, I don't know if you may get into it, but... But I love it. I love Time's Up. And then you have um, then you have Stain that came out in March of 1993 by Epic Records. And that was the first album to feature bassist Doug Wimbush. And Stain features a generally heavier sound, uh, which is <clears throat> which had Leave It Alone on it, the song that they were nominated for <clears throat> for the Grammy. It has Mind Your Own Business, Go Away. Wall, and then uh, nothingness. Okay, and then then you had live from CBGBs that came out in two thousand and five. You did have a few albums that came out in between all of this. Then of course you had you know super hits from Living Color that came out in nineteen eighty eight or nineteen ninety eight. Which came out, Cult of Personality, Glamour Boys, Type, Open Letter to a Landlord, and Pride. Love Rears is Ugly Head. That's another great kick-ass song by them. Um, and so, they had quite a few, quite a few albums coming out since 1988. Okay, so right now, we're going to discuss Shade. Shade came out in 2017. The first day Shade came out, I was online and I bought it, boom, right away. Downloaded the whole entire album. And I was like, holy shit, this album, wow. Because, I mean, this is, just like when Metallica came out with Hardwired Self-Destruct, I think they came out with theirs in 2018. When you have a band that's been rocking for well over 30 years and then you're still coming out with kick-ass fresh metal music, you're like, holy shit. This is why I love these bands. Because you can hear the passion that they still have for rocking out and for making these albums, which I love. So for those that have not listened to Shade at all, you have to take a listen to the album. Please, please take a listen to Shade.
So, it's a great rock album. Every single song has a theme to it. And my my favorite songs off the my favorite songs off of Shade is Program. Oh, actually, Come On, Program, Always Wrong, and Two Sides. Those are my favorite songs off the album. Those songs I probably have them on repeat. Yeah, so it's Come On, Program, Always Wrong, and Two Sides. The whole entire album is kick ass. Please don't get me wrong, but those are my favorites off the album. These four. And they're kick-ass, they're well-produced, well, great sound. I just love it. The whole, the whole album is extraordinary to me. I mean, you have these guys who've been rocking out for 30 years and still coming out with a rock album like this. You're like, shit, wow, okay. I mean, you can still hear the passion that they still have for this, and I, and I, and I love them for it. You know, I thank God that God created a band like Living Color because this band is unique and they're kick ass and I love their and I love their sound. I love their I love their rock sound. But yeah. And I was so happy that um because I met um I know here in Milwaukee, um back in I know, sorry for the siren, um, but back in Milwaukee and Mainstream Records, I don't know if Mainstream Records was a local thing or they had them everywhere, but Mainstream was a record store, and in the back they would have like a metal shop where they played all, where they had all metal albums and t-shirts, and Ticketmaster was inside Mainstream, so that's where we would go when we get go get our rock tickets. Our concert tickets, that's where we go. We go inside Mainstream, go inside the Ticketmaster, and we would purchase our rock tickets, our concert tickets there. And so they would have bands come and live and sit behind a table and have people, you know, sign T-shirts or sign posters or whatnot. And Living Color was one of the bands I met. And they were so awesome. They were, well, you know, very, very nice people to meet. I was, I was so ecstatic. You know, I've met Living Color that way. Uh, Dangerous Toys, I met. Jason McMaster was awesome. I met Rat. Uh, Stephen Piercy was kind of a jerk. <laughs> but whatever. Um, I met quite a few bands like that. It was so much fun. Oh, God, I love the 80s. But yeah, that was so much fun. And then 2018, Living Color came with Foreigner at Wisconsin State Fair. I was so amped. I mean, the first day that tickets were on sale, boom, I bought two tickets for my friend Alicia and I. We went. Foreigner, of course, kicked ass like they always do. They sounded great. But when Lemon Color came on, I had a ponytail in my hair. I took that ponytail down. I had my hair hanging down. Because I already knew when Cult of Personality was going to come on, I was going to start headbanging. And so my hair came down. They came on. I was fucking ecstatic, you guys. Oh my god, I was screaming and yelling. The whole entire crowd was amped. They put on such a kick-ass show. I can't wait to see them again. Oh my god, they put a, they put on a kick-ass show. But, but <clears throat> yeah. Besides Metallica, Metallica is my number one band. And I think Living Color is my two. And then Tesla is my three. 
Um, White Snake is four. I don't know. White Snake and Night Ranger, kind of na 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 na, um, kind of hand in hand. But Living Color is one of my top rock bands. They always have been. The whole entire band is just their bassist is kick ass, guitarist, the vocals, the drummer. I mean, the whole. I just can't say enough about Living Color. I really can't because they're. You need to take a listen for yourself if you haven't, and if you have, you've got great taste in music. And you have not listened, please take a listen to Vivid, Shade, Time's Up. They're they're uh, their greatest hits, something. But I but I assure you, you're you're not gonna be disappointed at all. At all. But again, I'm just gonna put it out there, Vernon Reed. You're kick ass. And every time I I'm a Twitter dork, you guys. I'm a big, huge Twitter dork. I am. And I'm the first to admit it. Because whenever I tweet like a celebrity or a rock star or something and they tweet me back or they like my tweet, I'm like, oh my god, la 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 la. You know, and every time I tweet Vernon Reed, he always likes my tweets. And I'm like, oh my god, Vernon Reed likes my tweets. I'm a dork like that. Um, I'm the same way. I'm the same way with Greg Louganis. I'm a huge Greg Louganis fan. I'm a huge 80s, you know, diving. I'm a huge diving fan. And I'm a huge Olympic person to begin with. So I've been watching Olympics since I was a little person, a little girl. But, and I, lately I've been watching the Red Bull cliff diving. And Greg Louganis is the program director for that. And so when I see him on there, I'm like, oh my God, it's Greg Louganis. You know, and, you know, then you tweet, it's so nice to see you on there. And, you know, he likes my tweet and says, thank you. I'm a big Twitter dork. I'm like, oh my God, he tweeted me back. <laughs> I know, you guys, I know. I'm a dork. I admit it, though. I admit it, but whatever. That's me. <laughs> You know, my whole podcast is my point of view. It's my opinion. It's it's how I feel. And music always brings out the best of everybody. Or brings out the worst in people. Because it could bring up some bad memories. And you cry and whatnot, you know. But that's music. Music is emotion. That's what it does. And that's why I love music. And so... Well, I have taken up 18 minutes of your precious, beautiful lives. Um, so I will be going on to my next podcast. Where I'll be talking about... Probably talking about... Uh, Metallica next and then probably Night Ranger after that because I want to talk about bands that I have seen that I loved about a million times um, but again you guys please stay safe you know if please see your doctor if you're not feeling well because we all want to see you around a long time I love all you guys and thank you so much for listening and I promise don't yell at me I know I need to go on a timeout. I'm need to stop being so sporadic with my podcast I know that don't yell <laughs> but everybody take care of yourselves I love all of you guys and peace love and rock and roll